What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. Please be If you are visiting with us, let us say that we are excited and grateful to have you here with us. Uh, if you got one of those visitor's packets at this time, if you'll pass those attendance cards towards the aisle, I have some gentlemen here who will come by and pick those up for you. We're grateful that you are here with us today. Let's concentrate our minds on John chapter 18 this afternoon or this morning, and uh, we'll see as a ruler talks to the king. Let's start rather in Galatians chapter 4, beginning in verse number 4. Paul, by the inspiration of God, would write that in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem us to God as sons. It was the directive for lack of a better term, for Jesus the Christ to come to this earth and to die. Matter of fact, that's the only reason he was sent here. He was sent here to be the sacrifice. He was sent here to redeem man back to God. And that was his single and only job. And to that job, he lived, he died, he rose again. And as he lives before men, he, he lives a, a blameless life. He lives a, a sinless life. He he finds himself teaching first house to house, then openly within the corners of the temple. He finds himself using miracles, as God very frequently did, to prove the message of the things he was saying to those people who would be unbelieving. Gee, our God would rather would do this uh, constantly throughout the Old Testament, constantly throughout the New Testament. The, the uh, miracle was designed to have the unbeliever shaken a bit and listen to what God has to say. And so when Jesus is doing these miracles, he's doing them to get the attention of those around him. And the result of that have many people following him. Some in John chapter 6 follow him because they're hungry. In John chapter 6, he says, I, I'm not going to feed this crowd. And then there were plenty of those in John 6 who left never to follow him again. They, they were satisfied with simply having their bellies full. Well, in John chapter 18, as we look at this particular, one of the last conversations Jesus will have when he's not affixed to a cross it's going to be one of the last that he has. And about a week before, he is ushered into the city with everyone uh, yelling out uh, things like Jehovah and Hallelujah and here comes the son of David, only for a week later to have him being crucified. He now finds himself standing face to face with the most powerful man in the Roman government in Jerusalem at the time. As you and I look at this situation, if Jesus will just play his cards right here, he won't have to be on that cross, right? It's not going to happen that way. 
It didn't matter how he played those cards. Jesus, on this weekend, was going to find himself on that cross. John chapter 18, beginning verse 33, John would write this, Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again, called Jesus, said unto him, Art thou the, son, or the king of the Jews? Jesus answered and said, Sayest thou this of thyself? Or did others tell it to thee of me? Pilate answered, My Jew, thine own nation, the chief priests, have delivered thee unto me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom's not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should be not delivered to the Jews? But now my kingdom is not from thence. And Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? And Jesus answered and said, Thou sayest I'm a king. To this end I was born, and for this cause I came into the world, that I should bear witness to everyone upon, uh, uh, unto the truth, and everyone that heareth my voice is of truth, and heareth truth. And Pilate answered and said unto him, What is truth? And when he said this, he went out again in the Jews and said, I find no fault in him at all. During this small conversation, Pilate asks four questions. Are you the king of the Jews? He had never seen him in, in that royal situation. He had never seen him like a, a Herod. And so when he asks that, he's probably asking, realistically, are, are you the one who is the king of the Jews? Is, is Herod the one who's the king of the Jews? How does this work? I don't really know. I am more familiar with the way that the Roman government works than this foolish Jewish government. And Jesus says, are, are you asking so that you would know? And Pilate takes offense to this and he says, am I a Jew? Do you think so little of me that you would think that I'm a Jew? I'm a, I'm a Roman. Don't you, don't you know the difference? During the conversation, Pilate goes on to ask this, what is it you've done? Everybody who is, has any sort of clout in the Jewish world is bringing you to me for me to kill you. What have you done? The very last question that Pilate asks is the one we really want to focus in on. When Pilate asks him this, <laughs> what is truth? Sometimes I read that and I think Pilate is intimidated to admit what truth is. I think maybe he, he looks at it and he thinks of it in a, in a situational aspect to where truth can be fluid. Then other times I read it and I think, maybe he just doesn't know. Maybe he's really asking, what is truth? Because the, the world in which he lives is, is really a series of deceit and lies and, and backstabbing and treachery. Maybe he doesn't know what truth is at all. Well, let's look at his question a little further. In our society in which we live today, people are a lot like 
Pilate, the Barna Research Group, asked a group of people this. Now, I want you to pay close attention to the question they asked. If you're going to love the answer. Is there absolute truth? Now, did you catch it? You say, no, I didn't. Well, let, let me point it out for you. Here's the, here's the word you're looking for. Absolute. Is there absolute truth? And here's the answer. 66% of the people that were polled said there is no such thing. Absolutely. There is no absolute truth. Uh, the claim is different people can, can define truth different kinds of ways, and everyone still be correct. Now, if you boil that group down, 18 to 25-year-olds say there's no or 72% of them say there's no such thing. It's absolute truth. No such thing as something that's absolutely wrong anytime, every time, or absolutely right anytime, every time. Do you yet see the problem? Here's the answer. Truth is whatever you believe. There, there is no truth, absolutely. If, there, if truth were absolute, how would we ever know it? The idea of absolute truth is dangerous. Mm. What a shame that is. Our society teaches truth is relative. There's a relativistic truth or a view of truth that would tell you that truth is sort of meandering down the way however you would like for it to be. As a matter of fact, truth and reality for years corresponded together, but now not so much. I am standing before you, true or false? False. I'm not really standing before you guys. It just depends on your point of view. You see, we can twist and turn pretty much anything into what we want it. If the idea of relativistic truth is where it's at. Notice this. For years and years and years, the idea of the world was flat was known to be true. Then we went up and took some pictures, and for whatever reason, the world is flat has come back around again. even though God would say he would hold up the circle of the earth. See, in the idea of relative truth, a statement simply needs to be believed in order to be true. Because what's true for you is not necessarily true for me. Today it's called this, your truth is a lie, by the way. And if you have your truth, then I can't judge it. And really, no one can. Would you like to know the ultimate humanistic view of this is my truth and you can't judge it? 
Here it is. The ultimate end of all of this in the humanistic mindset is this. Since this is my truth, God can't judge it. He doesn't have that authority. Oh my. Truth is relative and so it changes. There's a poem I found by a man by the name of Steve Turner and he said, I believe that each man must find the truth that is right for him. Reality will adapt to him. The universe will readjust. History will alter. I believe that there is no absolute truth accepting the truth that there is no absolute truth. What a shame. You know, most of the people we live around in our world think that exact same way. That everything will just sort of uh, adjust back to where it's supposed to be as long as I believe what I think I believe. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Relative truth. Jesus is Lord. Allah is Lord. Defining the word Lord correctly, used correctly in both of these statements, they both can't be right. One is either right, one is, is not right. Now, which one is it? Be careful how you answer that. You just might, you just might find yourself being erased from history. I come into my office, and I flip on a light switch. And the truth is this, that light switch has never let me down. Not one time. Every time I touch it and flip it up, every time, every time, Lethal, the light comes on. How does that do that? I don't know. Danny could tell you maybe. I can't. I'm just real proud that every time I flick it, it comes on. The truth is this. While I don't know how it works, I know that every time I flip it, it comes on. And you go to a place you haven't been, so you pull out your googly googly machine, and you go to the maps, and you type in where you want to go, and you put that uh, handheld device wherever you like it in your car or perhaps through your Bluetooth and it tells you, turn here, turn there, never have been there. And you know what I do? I just turn. Just turn like it telling me the truth. How does it know? I don't know. But it gets me there every time. I don't have to know the intricate details of the truth to understand that it's true. Truth, as my mother would say, will stand when the world's on fire. Richard Johnson, uh, John Newhouse said this, in the absence of truth, power is the only game in town. Maybe it doesn't have to be true. Maybe I just be strong enough and I'll make it true. If there's no absolutes in truth, then I can steal. And I can kill, and I can rob, and I can rape, and you can't say it's wrong. Now, if, if, you've never, if you've never done this particular job, and you've never looked out on a, on a group of people as they're studying with you, 
when you say the word rape, everybody looks up. That's, that's a hot button issue, isn't it? That's one of those where everybody says, whoa, you can't, you, whoa, whoa. What's wrong with you? But when truth's relative, then you really can't say anything about it. There was a debate between um, uh, Kyle Butt and Dan Barker. And in that debate, uh, Dan Barker was uh, arguing for the fact that, that some things are just situational or relative, uh, such as w- what we're talking about this morning. And uh, he made a statement and said it would be acceptable, and not only acceptable, it would be uh, looked at as a great deed toward humanity if a race of aliens were to come down and say to him, in order for the human race to survive, you need to rape a child. Some reason that set really well with Kyle for some reason, and so when he had a chance to ask, he said, would it be okay to rape two? He said, yeah. He's about 200. He said, yeah, about 2,000. Yeah. You see? Where's the end? By any means necessary. We'll push something forward by any means necessary, whether it's true or false or it doesn't really matter. My relative truth is my own truth. And who are you or any other book to judge me? There's a problem. And here's the problem. The problem is found in this little crazy word up here that you don't even know what it really looks like. Aletheia is how you would pronounce that. It's truth as it's uh, translated every single time within the pages of God's Word. Now that truth is unconcealed, it's actual, it's fact. That truth is real, ideal, it's genuine. That truth is unfaltering truth. Unwavering truth. It's not that God said truth and let that be however you decide it to be. It is that God said, my truth is is unchanging, it's genuine, it's real, it's actual, it is fact. When the Bible speaks of truth, it only describes it in a way that reality and fact correlate with each other absolutely. As a matter of fact, Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse number 4. God is the God of truth. When you and I look in the New Testament and it says, The God who cannot lie. Backing up Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse number 4. How about John chapter 14 and verse 6 where Jesus would say, I am the way, the truth. Jesus is truth, full of truth, and only spoke truth. John chapter uh, 1 and verse number 14, we beheld his glory as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. The Holy Spirit is truth, guiding those apostles into all truth. Now, did they remember everything Jesus ever said to them? No. That's why he sent John chapter 14, verse 17, and 16, verse number 13. The reason why he sent is to remind them of the things that they had forgotten, to inspire them to write that book. 
that you hold in your lap. That book, out of everything else on the earth, out of everything else on the earth, listen, out of everything else on the earth, this book finds itself being absolute truth. The Word of God, 17 and verse 17, is truth. Sanctify them through truth. Thy Word is what? Truth. The judgment of God, Romans 2 and verse 2, is truth. How's he going to judge all of mankind? Is he going to ask you what your situational ethics were? Is he going to ask you how you decided to live this life? What was your personal philosophy? Or is he going to open the books? Brethren, pay attention right here. Let me tell you something. If this is the book by which we are going to be judged, and it is, You'd better know it and do it. It's truth that's taught by those Christians everywhere. Even 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 23 through 26, they're, they're teaching those things patiently to those who are not willing to accept them and never have even known of them. It is truth that's being taught. It is truth that changes the hearts and the minds of mankind. It is the truth that's given by the Spirit through the Word of God, by God Himself. It's truth that you find dripping off of every page in this book. Some may say, but preacher, don't you know the Bible has lies in it? How many of you would agree with that? Scaredy cats. It's in there. Lies are recorded in there. Thou shalt not surely die. But that was a truthful conversation, wasn't it? I'm not afraid of lies being recorded in the Bible. The conversation itself was true. That's what he said, wasn't it? Just because what he said was wrong didn't mean that wasn't what he said. When you and I look at the Bible, we find a source of truth. God saying, don't do it, and Satan saying, it'll be all right. You want to know if it's all right? Ask Adam and Eve if it was all right. You want to know if it's all right? Go into a little thicket of woods in uh, the Garland County area of Hot Springs. See if you run any sawbriars. Where'd they come from? Mm-hmm. Every word that's found within God's holy Bible is true. The truth of God is not relative. As a matter of fact... When people are confronted with truth, when people have to look at truth eye to eye, many times they turn away from it. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 4, you'll read about those men and women who were being charged, or, or rather Timothy being charged by Paul 
to preach that word and be instant, in season, out of season, reproving, rebuking, exhorting with all longsuffering and doctrine. Here's what he says in verse 3, For the time will come when they, those people, will not endure sound doctrine. They'll heap to themselves teachers who are ready to scratch those ears for them. They, they don't want the truth any, anymore. They don't want to follow God anymore. Aren't you glad that's not a blank, blanket statement over humanity in general? The fact is, there are some who, when they're confronted with truth, won't accept it. Jesus told you a parable about that, didn't he? A sower went forth to sow. He began to sow seeds, and three of those four seeds did not produce. Three of those four seeds were, were no good, but some of it, a quarter of it fell on that good, good soil, and it brought forth fruit. So while some are confronted with truth, they never want anything to do with it. Others are confronted with truth, and they simply comply to it. They hear what God has to say. They believe those things. And because of that, they continue to read, and they find out that mankind must repent, that mankind must confess that Jesus is the Christ, that mankind must be baptized in order to obtain salvation through the blood of Jesus the Christ. And they do those things, and they live that fateful life. When you and I look at John chapter 18 and verse number 38, where, where a pilot asked, what is truth? If you'll read the latter portion of that verse, what you'll find out is he doesn't wait around. He says, what is truth? As if he has the ultimate mic drop. And he walks out there to the Jewish nation and says, I find no fault with him at all. Now look closely at the last part of verse number 38 in John chapter 18. You see Pilate leaving. Where does that leave Jesus? Where is he? When he answers, or when he is asked, what is truth? And then Pilate walks away from him, where's Jesus? Jesus is standing in Pilate's hall. Friendless, forsaken, betrayed by all. Hearken what meaneth this sudden call. What will you do with Jesus? Remember those old words we used to sing? Here he is. This is his view. Here he is in the hall of judgment. And he's there by himself. Knowing what's going to happen next. Not any idea of hopefully this won't happen or maybe Pilate will release me. Oh, he knew by the time he was taken in the garden what was going to happen. The question is not, what's Jesus going to do here in this hall? But the question really is, what are you going to do with the truth of God's Word? 
The truth that embodied flesh, the truth that, that was sacrificed on that cross for you some 2,000 years ago outside of the city of Jerusalem. What are you going to do with it? You're going to leave him there? You're going to walk out with Pilate? Say, I got nothing else. What is truth? Just walk away from him and not give him a chance to reply? Or are you going to listen to what he has to say? It's really your only two options. And you find yourself looking at him. Friend, what are you going to do with Jesus? You're going to submit to the authority and to the truth that's found within the Bible? Or you're going to simply continue to walk down the path and say, I think I'm right. A few days ago was April the 18th. This year, you know what happened on April the 18th? Anybody know? I hear some murmurs. It's tax day. Ugh. Say so you've taken the time and you have read up on the internet and those one billion pieces of paper they give you. And you have decided, I'm going to do my taxes. I'm going to fill out my own return. I'm going to send it in. It's going to be wonderful, so they say. You fill it out and you put it in that envelope and you say, I think I got it right. Never ever one time... Understanding Jim Pate is sitting right over here who might just peruse that and say, uh, you probably didn't mean this right here. You want to turn that IRS form in? You think you're all right? How many wants to do that? How many love an audit? We wouldn't do that with the United States government, but we're willing to do that with our own souls? What's wrong with us? What are you going to do with Jesus? Are you going to listen to what he says? Are you going to listen to the truth that belongs to Jesus? Or are you just going to try to do it yourself? Brother or sister, are you going to listen to Jesus? Are you going to look at your life and examine it through the Bible and say, ah, I'm not doing everything I could be. I'm not doing everything I should be. Or are you going to chance it? The truth is this. God's Word is what will judge mankind. God's Word will be the standard by which I live faithfully to God. Is that your standard? If not, then you need to come home right now while we stand and while we sing.